Amy Quinley. This is the unofficial Jeff Lewis Live After Show. Now, Jeff Lewis also has a podcast, Jeff Lewis Has Issues, and a show called Hollywood House Lift on Amazon Freebie. But first, I need to talk about a show on Hulu. Now, this is a new Randall Emmett documentary. We know him as Lala Kent's Baby Daddy. And I can guarantee you guys, no one else who talks about this documentary is going to point out what I'm about to say. But welcome to Splash CS. Okay, so one of Randall Emmett's assistants who is interviewed in this documentary is from Rhode Island. Now, at first, of course, I want to support a fellow New Englander always and forever. But then, <laughs> then he starts explaining how he paid for a trip out of his own pocket and never got reimbursed from Randall. So he's running through his list of charges. He had to ship something, buy a plane ticket, get an Airbnb. And I'm like, all right, bud. You had me up until the Airbnb, in which he states that he spent $280 for one night at an Airbnb. And he's like, I had no other choice, man. What can I say? <laughs> um, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did, sir. You had some choices. It's called the Marriott and it's down the street for $120 a night. And if you want even more choices, go to the Motel 6 for 50 bucks. It's like saying, well, I just had to get the filet mignon and lobster and the 1940 Chateau Bordeaux, even though I'm on a budget and there's a Chili's down the street. Uh. Okay, Chili's really does have the best chips and salsa. Jeff Lewis has never talked about their chips and salsa. It's a bit salty, but the chips are fucking warm. They're warm. You guys, also pro tip, if you just love chips and salsa, chips and guac, all of the above, if you put tortilla chips on a baking sheet in the oven on like 200 degrees for 10 minutes and warm them up, Oh, my, uh, fucking delicious, okay? Delicious. You're welcome. But we would order those takeout chili chips and salsa, take those puppies home, and watch some Sunday night football. It was amazing. And then we would have so many leftover chips. <laughs> this was so bad. We would reheat the bag, like, every single night. And, you know, plastic in the microwave is just, it's so great for your health, kids. So I'm glad that was a thing. I also probably looked like a puffer fish all week with the amount of sodium. But again, food over flattery. Food over... You know what? A better example. Someone invites you to an event and you buy a $500 dress. Then they disinvite you and now you're mad because you spent $500 on a dress. Okay, but... Why did you get five? Why didn't you get the $50 dress? Why did you spend $500? Like, I totally get that Randall pulled a scandal on many a people, but there has to be an ounce of like, yeah, I didn't need to spend $280 on an Airbnb for one night when there's an $100 hotel down the street with pool and hotel and Mickey Mouse waffles included in the morning. 
Like, admit that you wanted to ball out a little too, all right? We all just want to be ballers. Shot callers, 20-inch blades on the Impala. All right, speaking of ballers, on the May 24th episode of Jeff Lewis Live, we had Jill Zarin, we had Ali Shapiro, we had Gary Brody, and Shane, the, 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 Douglas. Now, Jill interrupted the petty-ass bitch song. (laughs) We were literally two seconds in, and she already was interrupting the intro. (laughs) She was like, it's such a great song. Oh, my God. Jill, you're a great song. You are a great song. Now, Gary and Bossy the dog were in studio behind the mic. But they weren't in Jeff Lewis Live's Insta picture, just saying. Also, I highly recommend checking out my daily Insta stories at Splash Assass Podcast. You guys, I don't have many skills. I'm very self-aware, but I fucking love graphic design. And I have a side business for it. I swear I am a boss bitch, batch boss bitch on the side. I just talk shit about myself. I don't know why. My therapist says I should change, and I said I should change therapist. Okay, but obviously for my own podcast, I make sure my own shit is the best, and I fucking love my Insta stories check out today's you're gonna love it you're gonna love it but it would have been more fun with gary and bossy in it all right so the dog groomer shaved bossy bald which apparently for a pomeranian that's a no for them dog that's gonna be a no for them jill and Allie were very angry at gary for telling the dog groomer to do this They're also very angry at the dog groomer for actually going through with it. You should know better. It's a breed thing. How do you not know your breeds? It's your literal one job. Okay, so anyways, now I'm getting angry for them. And Jeff was very angry at Stu the Scammer. There was so much rage going on. Honestly, no, it was basically a rage room. It was a rage room. They all should have gone to one after. That's totally what Jeff needs. If I was his friend, I would have martinis in a to-go cup. I would pick him up in my convertible beep beep get in loser we're going rage room breaking and i would take him somewhere where we could smash the shit out of shit and not be arrested all right so also i just have to note that i love ali shapiro's voice oh i just love it i hope that she guest host reality checked along with everybody else that appears on jeff lewis live honestly if jill and ali did reality checked come on you guys that'd be epic all right so gary throw gary in there too he's a little comedian again this is why i'm using my airtime to air my grievances about bravo being cheap as fuck with jill fucking zarin are you joking her salary was not a game like you should have just ponied the fuck up and instead you lost a stallion because it's not just jill it's the entire package that she brings like gary is hilarious bossy sounds like a boss ali shapiro has been the voice of reason since she graced our television screens at the ripe age of 12 years old or whatever age i don't fucking know so anyways that's what my rage is about they all have rage my rage is that bravo wouldn't fucking pay for jill to be on legacy when she made the show the legacy it is all right so jeff tells jill about his owl problem now casey the rat man back in beverly hills actually i guess it's now casey the owl guy he's not really the rat man if there's no rats 
Um, so Casey the Owl Guy has Jeff order <laughs> three fake snakes to put on the roof to keep the owls away. And <laughs> so Jeff names the fake snakes in honor of the real snakes in his life. Oh, I love you, Jeff. Um, AKA the snakes are named Andrew, Gage, and Stu. Honestly, I'm just shocked that Andrew got a place over Scott. I feel like since Jeff was never in love with Andrew, it automatically makes Scott snakier. Or perhaps there's more to all the stories we don't know. Were Andrew and Jeff ever a thing? Again, I keep saying this. I never really understood what happened between Andrew Freund and the Jeff Lewis chumps. What the fuck happened? Oh my God, you guys, if fucking Andrew, Scott, Gage, and Stu all make a podcast together. (gasps) Alyssa Himes, I know that you're the executive producer of Radio Andy now. Forever congratulations, girl. Whoop, whoop, whoop. But um, no, yeah, never fucking let them on our airwaves, okay? Or we will go on strike too, just like everybody else in Hollywood right now. But I think that Jeff should name his snakes Stu, Poo and blue, as in you fucking blew it, stew full of poo slash bullshit. All right, so speaking of Chef Stew, now after 15 months of dating, him and Jeff are officially donezo. I hope there's no fucking zombieing, recycling, whatever. I hope the only thing that happens here is coffining. Can that be a new thing? Coffining somebody where you just put them in a coffin in your brain and never let them out? Okay, that's our new thing. Chef Stew has been coffined because basically the entire 15 months of dating... Thomas, his ex, has been a third person in the relationship. And while it's come up a few times, it finally reached a boil. Jeff has been over it for a while, but finally, while Jeff has been painting the big... Oh my god! (laughs) The big apple! The big apple! What, 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 What the fuck was that? The big apple red! Okay, so while Jeff has been painting the Big Apple red, Stu has been scamming away in California. What the fuck? So basically, Stu took his ex Thomas to the Ivy, and a chump sent Jeff the picture, and it's literally the Bethany Luann Miami Tom situation. Again, I just talked about this on Splash of Sass, but remember, basically, a friend sent Bethany a picture of Tom cheating on Luann at the Regency. Now, in this situation, the chump that sent the picture equals Bethany. Jeff is Luann, who the chump had to show the picture to, and Tom is, of course, Stu. Stu and Tom, three-letter names, cheater, cheater, pumpkin eaters, Wait, also, oh my god, I have a three-letter name. I'm kind of a Raquel slash Rachel, except my name's Amy. I just spell it phonetically for my podcast. And anyways, the Regency equals the Ivy. The Regency of New York is the Ivy of California. We all know I fucking hate cheating. I hate this shit. I hate it all. It's so karma, karma. Okay, so the weirdest part of all is that Thomas, Stu's ex, said that he is engaged and going to marry some guy in Canada. So, okay, oh, Stu was just taking you out for a celebration of your new engagement? Does your fiancé in Canada know that you're already cheating on him with your ex-chef Stu? It's also fucked up. I just know that now that Stu is gone, Jeff has officially gotten the biggest rat out of his house. 
Thank God. Can I be honest? Cause <laughs> as if you're going to say, no, you can't say shit. I love you guys. Okay. So I know Jeff is going through the stages of grief and we'll be mourning this relationship for a bit for sure. But honestly, I'm kind of celebrating because I know that there's so much better things in his future. And that means even more fun for us to listen to on JLL and recap on Splash SS, SOS. But like Stu has just been shady Stu from the beginning. And I'm just so happy for Jeff that he's fucking moving on. I'm genuinely happy. And I feel bad that he's so sad and angry. And I'm over here happy. But like, I am. I wonder if this is how Jeff felt the day that Alyssa left when he kept on being like, ding dong, the witch is dead. But we all know my remix and this is dedicated to fucking stew right here, right now. Ding dong, the bitch is dead. Fuck that bitch. We hate to bitch. Ding dong, that scamming bitch is dead. Metaphorically, of course, because he has been coffined by Jeff, not because we wish any physical harm on anybody. We want Stu to thrive in a separate parallel universe, okay? And Jill is totally right. I said this a couple days ago with Raquel and Tom. Like, how did they get away with it for so long? Making out in public at the Abbey, doing things in public, all of this. Like, why would you choose public places? And Jill's like, because he wants to get caught. He wants to get caught. And it makes me so sad because, ew, I just said how happy I was. And <laughs> welcome to my life. Um, no, it really does make me sad because Jeff was saying that he was so humiliated and embarrassed that he almost didn't want to tell us all the listeners, everybody in his life. Like, yeah, no, this guy actually was a piece of shit. And it's just like, Jeff, I'm so sorry that you feel embarrassed or humiliated. That's the last thing you should feel. Like, feel your anger and rage, all of that. I mean, not too much. Don't do anything crazy. But, you know, it's just the person who should feel embarrassed and humiliated is Stu. Like, this is a complete reflection on his character. And, yeah, we get it. Like, sure, we all take part in things. I just talked about this starting the podcast, like taking a hint of accountability, but Jeff does. He says he's addicted to drama, so he gets it. So he does take that part of it. But like, truly, this is so embarrassing for Stu. That's embarrassing, bro. So don't worry about it, Jeff. We fucking love ya. We love it. You're going to be dating the NBC Universal PR guy in no time. The one you won out with the other night. We love him so much more. But Jeff does talk about um, Stu ex Thomas a little bit and talks about how beautiful Thomas is. He gave him some really sweet, nice compliments. It was beautiful. I wasn't expecting that out of Jeff, but oh no, wait, he actually ripped Thomas's appearance apart. <laughs> Whoops. No comment. I love how Jill Zarin is so worried about Monroe finding out that Stuanna the scammer. By the way, if you don't know what Stuanna, um, there's a like famous YouTube thing, Joanna the scammer. And so Stuanna the scammer just fits. And Jill's worried for Monroe that Monroe is going to miss Stu. Um, Jill? Jill, I love you, but have you heard about the whole Gage Scott situation? As in... Scott dated one of Monroe's dads for years and is now dating Monroe's other dad. I think that Stuana is the least of our worries with all of that, but I do love her concern for Monroe. Also hilarious that Jill got scammed as well and she scammed the scammer back. 
fucking love her. I love her. So then Jill's talking about Stu and she starts saying, he's got problems. He's got problems. I hope Jameson fucking clipped that. We need that as a sound bite. I'm sure he did. He's a pro over there, but oh, I love her. Okay. So we also find out that Stu's sobriety is over because he was definitely drinking with the amazing positive influence in his life known as Thomas. And Jeff thinks that Stu and Thomas are just barflies together. They're barflies. Uh, yeah, Jeff, people think the most common animal in Ireland is sheep until they meet all the fucking barflies. Are you joking? That's literally like within his blood. Again, you're going to have such better things in the future. I'm excited for you. Now, Jeff warned Stu, I would not be excited if I was Stu, because Jeff warned him that he is now his worst enemy. Well, his second worst enemy since Stu is his own first worst enemy. That was a good one, Jeff. I laughed. I giggled at that. But you know what I think? Jeff should totally try to collaborate with the Catalina Food and Wine Fest or whatever one it was, and sponsor the shit out of them. Actually, maybe you should do it for free, not even a sponsor, just do it for free, since you went really hard at them for fucking Stuana. And now look at this. Now look at this. We all boycotted them, and the Catalina Food and Wine Festival did not deserve that. Just like Jeff did not deserve that. The common denominator in this situation is Stu the Scammer. Hmm. Then Jeff went on a very scary, rageful rant after that, as he absolutely should. I would be livid too, but it just made me think <laughs> of Lisa Rinna. Ooh, you're so angry. You're so angry. At one point, Jeff is talking about Stu and accidentally says Scott, little Freudian slip. Honestly, there's too much shit going on in Jeff's life right now. Exes and this. And like, no, no. Let's just go to the spa and do shrooms or something. Uh, no, really. I, for once, have no solution. I'm the forever heartbreak girl. Like, I always just pick wrong, get hurt, and cry. Pick wrong, get hurt, cry, rinse, and repeat. Jeff is the same, except instead of cry, he makes enemies out of barflies. I don't know. And look, I also get that it's Jeff's show, literally the Jeff Lewis live show, and he can obviously do whatever he wants. But I do wish that we got a bit more Jill, Allie, Gary, bossy airtime. Like we could have asked them about their worst breakups or how they got over things or whatever. I don't know. Again, I have no advice except chug a martini, go to a rage room, and then hit up that NBC Universal PR guy that you went out with the other night, Jeff, and have some fucking fun. Have some fucking fun. Just like we're about to have on my Splash Assass podcast insta story go look it up you guys all right we'll be back tomorrow with some more jeff lewis live recaps subscribe wherever rate tell your friends whatever i love you guys so fucking much i do i do i do i love you bye splash 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 splash